0: What's up, people, and welcome to Ramen Talk, a, I guess we could say, like a, a, a meeting of the minds of everyone in RNC. Of course, I'm Justin here with Cyrus. Uh, obviously, we came to you with the first Ramen Talk about a month ago, I think, and since then, we've, yeah. had, we've had meals, we've had Jeff, we've had Ty, who's never really been on uh, any of our shows before. Uh, you have a couple of other ones that have come out since then. So uh, thank you guys for, for checking out Ramen Talk and, and really tapping in with us uh, through this really weird period of, uh you know, of quarantine and, and you know, social injustice, all that stuff. We've been able to talk about a lot of stuff. But I think Cyrus, me and you have been kind of locked into uh, being the video game guys at this point, right?
1: Yeah, um, I, I know. uh on like the first episode we kind of oops uh we kind of just said that um you know it's going to be an array of topics and we'll probably get like uh you know kind of like uh people that never really been on podcast before or you know groupings together and it's just like ah <laughs> good good joke <laughs> it's me yeah. and you again
0: <laughs> yeah me, me and me and Cyrus are video game guys obviously i i want to get in with with mark uh talk about talk about i want to talk about missing euphoria i think we should just rewatch it yeah. <laughs> and and just and and I mean obviously not bring back heavily medicated, We just kinda uh watch that show again because who knows when we're gonna get that again. But um hopefully they, they're able to uh shoot the show later on this year. But yeah, since since our Final Fantasy 7 Final Fantasy episode, I have I mean what have you been playing? You have you gone back to Borderlands? I know we me and you have gone back to Monster Hunter World. We've been playing that pretty heavy. Before I took a detour into, uh, into Bloodborne again.
1: Um, since Final Fantasy, uh, is over, I told myself that I would start, uh, I would start at seven and then it was just like, Hey, you guys want to get back on Monster Hunter? And I was just like, fuck it. I copped Iceborne and I was just like, Oh, like played that for like two months straight. I'm starting, like, I just started to like slow down now. Like I'm not playing it daily. Like I used to, um, and now I'm back on Borderlands. Uh, the game is fixed. so.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it, it is. Uh, it's definitely, I mean, I went through it. I think I beat, I, yeah, I beat the story of it. And I'm just an end game for uh, mm-hmm. uh, Iceborne. Too many borns. Um, I like it. It's cool. Um, I, I think, yeah. again, like the, the gameplay loop to me becomes really tedious in, Mo- in Monster Hunter, especially yeah. considering you want to build out the perfect build. It's like. It took me what a week to get everything I needed for one. I think the one thing that, that stopped me with Monster Hunter is, is the story mode itself is very anti-player. like it't doesn't, doesn't value your time. I don't say that that much like <laughs> I want to just beat it. It's, it's about I want to say I mean 15 hours I think uh, as far as mm-hmm. DLC goes, but you know you have all the things in between where you have to like find footsteps and so archaic and
1: I, I don't I do not like the footstep thing. Yeah. I hate it so much. Um, and there's uh, just with Iceborn, it's just like uh, it gets grindy, and uh, you know the quote-unquote meta is very like get this, this, and this, or you could get this, this, and this, and then like what about anything else? No, don't get that. Yeah, it's ass. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> like getting resource, or you know, trying to find like builds, or you know, what's viable in end game, and it's just like the list is like pretty small, and then like. At this point, I kind of got, like, everything that I wanted or needed. So now I'm just waiting for uh, Ultreon to come out next week. And then I'm going to – the materials for that is pretty good. So I'm going to do that and then turn the game off. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, it, it was – you know, it, it's really dope. And I think I'll wait till next week too. But I have tapped back in, my friend, to Bloodborne. <laughs> uh i bought and of course obviously this episode will be the last of us two episode uh we're, we're, we're gonna get into that for as long as possible here um but i mean i got bloodborne the week it came out in march 2015 um i stopped i stopped playing it i got stuck after the big the big spider rom i don't know if you guys have played that before uh, but it is a from software game. It, it takes a long time it, it, to beat. It's very hard. I was stuck and I think' it was a lot of it was because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. It was my yeah. first like my first from software game. So I, I you know I, I'd seen Demon Souls, I'd seen Dark Souls. My cousin was a, was a huge player of the, those games. Got bloodborne, got past the shadows of yarn. It was like this this boss fight with three enemies. I know you beat them, you beat the game Cyrus, yeah. but um, super tough for me at the time. And I just stopped playing part. it. Uh,
1: I would say like, the, like the shadows of Yarnum and ROM, I would say they are, uh, a big stopping point. Uh, for me, uh, for me, shadows of Yarnum uh, very difficult. Um, just, it's like three people. And then like, you try to focus on one and then some asshole on the other side of the room will use his fucking snake arm to like, start cutting you up. And yeah. then, uh, it, it's not fun, and then Rom uh, <clears throat> just keeps spawning spiders and spiders and meteors. Uh, not a, uh, not not the biggest fan. I I definitely beat Bloodborne, but I think I am off the Souls like train or just like the From yeah. Software game train. Um, yeah. I, after Dark Souls three, I, I made it to like some boss, and I was just like, well that was pretty easy and then i just like turned the game off <laughs> yeah uh but it, it they're good games and i i understand the appeal
0: yeah it, it is it's really uh it, it's it's really like fun and, and a lot of people call this like the game of the de- of the generation and and i get it because once you get to mm-hmm. a, a certain level it is very much unlike the dark souls games in that it's very aggressive it is it does like kind of lend itself to I say the Devil May Cry crowd. I think a lot more than what I've seen in Sekiro, and and Osiris is gonna hate me for this, but I've been looking at that lately, and once it hits a sale, I'll probably buy it and, and see what's uh, up with uh, it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am want to see what's up with it. I already know just looking at like some of the runs of the game that like the sword play for me is just not it. Like the sword play is very like simple, but like I, I think if you compare like that to Ghost of Tsushima, which is coming out in like two weeks at, at the time that we record this, it's like it's very basic but I think that there are certain things in second that do look interesting, but like game of the year. And I didn't think this last year, game of the year. It is not like, to me, it's just not.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I just think like, I am, I'm off the souls, like train. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a completionist. Uh, I play video games for enjoyment. Uh, <laughs> and I, and I know for like, uh, final fantasy, you know, I got my ass kicked, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, like, I got my ass kicked from Hell House, and I was just like, but this is, like, a good challenge, like, is it a challenging that I enjoy, you know? Uh, and I, I don't get that enjoyment from, uh, the Souls games anymore. I think, oh, ooh, uh, I tapped out, uh, for the Bloodborne DLC, I, uh, crystal the Old Hunters, or some, uh, yeah, something old, like that? The old,
0: the old Hunters, yeah.
1: Yeah, that, uh, going up and down the stairwell in the main hub and that i was just like no nah, i'm good <laughs> <laughs> but i will say fighting ludwig uh like i think that's like the first boss in it it, it made me do like the lean forward meme i was just like oh okay yeah, i'm fucking with this like this is like this is hard um but nah i just got bored for the most part so yeah
0: it, 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 it it's it's definitely again from software games like you know what i don't get about those and, and we'll talk about entitled gamers uh, very much in this episode, <laughs> is the people who get upset for people who want a easy mode in these games. And yeah, what what would an easy mode actually hurt people to to have uh, in a game? I've known
1: and, and with it Sekiro will, it, it will right? invite more people to play the games,
0: exactly. And and I know so many people. If I was to look at Sekiro's trophies and look at the percentage of people who have actually beaten Sekiro. And including the amount of people who I know who have the game who have not beaten it because it there's just a choke point in the game that just cannot get through, mm-hmm. there would be probably 10 percent of people that beat that game. And, <laughs> to, and to to my point, like I don't I don't necessarily advocate either way, but I w- I don't think it hurts me either way. You know, if there is an easy mode or not, I think you know to to its point, the the, the game that we're going to talk about today, uh, the Last of Us Part Two, has so many options. For difficulty that I feel like from software could probably actually learn from and not because their games have stellar narratives like uh, you know Naughty Dog games most often do because I, I know that with Last of Us the difference there is that they want you to experience a story and not mm-hmm. be hung up by the game if you are the type of guy that doesn't care about the story their second run through they let you have they have sliders i don't know if you mess with that too much in part two but
1: i i saw i haven't started new game plus yet but i saw like the sliders and uh when you told me about the accessibility options i was just like oh this is a lot
0: yeah and it it was like again like you you are you should be able to tinker with the gameplay to a point where you know, you can find it enjoyable. I don't see how this hinders anyone else's enjoyment of these games. Like, if you want to play the hard version of this game, you can. You know what games that, that actually do like where they will scale down for you? Devil May Cry. Yeah. <laughs> Even Resident Evil 2 and 3 do it where if you die a amount of time, they'll ask you if you want to go to assisted mode. And I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't think it's like you're trash. It's literally the game saying, okay, if you want to be able to experience the game the way that it was intended, there you mm-hmm. go. Or you, you can choose that. Or you can you cannot choose to do it and, and go through it any other way. And and I think that, like, there was this big argument about Sekiro being too hard. And, and what, again, personally, I haven't experienced it. I think Bloodborne, for as hard as it is, like, the only challenge that I have is learning the mechanics, right? Where you have to learn how to roll, have to learn the boss, the, the, the actual boss pattern and stuff like that. Like, that's something that's in all video games. It being ridiculously hard to a point where, like, there's one Barson Sekiro, the, the monkey that everyone talks about, where he's so hard and then he dies and then he comes back to life <laughs> and it's, like, it's like the biggest jo- it's like there are people that are just like there are some things in Sekiro that are just like a, a huge fuck you to the player and i absolutely see it in some of the in some of the playthroughs uh
1: i i haven't seen much playthroughs and it's just like definitely like the game could definitely uh benefit from an easy mode or you know just like a difficulty slider and i don't know uh i don't know how from software would like implement that like maybe like the boss will just like have less health or something, or just like, you just take less damage. And it's just like, from my understanding of game development, that's not really that hard. Yeah. <laughs> Borderlands has been doing that shit willy nilly for goddamn, like a year now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, it, it's really nothing to like, just add an update that has a slider, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: Let's, let's get into the, to the Last of Us Part 2.
1: I'm going to find.
0: And I'm going to kill. Every. Last. One of them. Full spoilers here. From this point on, we're only going to talk about spoilers. We've, of course, yeah. completed the game. The game has been out around three weeks now. At this point, uh, three and a half weeks. Uh, Cyrus has had time to beat it. I beat it. I want to say, how many? How how long did I beat it before you did? Like like probably about two or three days before you.
1: Yeah, two or then three he, days, and you uh, took another week. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, then, uh just so, just a so disclaimer. Like I know on the last episode of Ram- that we did, I was just like, no, nah, I'm not really interested in playing Last of Us. And then like here I am. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I I have to say that I needed you to experience this game. <laughs> I know you weren't like super big on part one. Um, I thought personally part one was one of my favorites of, of the last generation that like it was a game where after I finished it, I put it down and I had a lot of thoughts. And mm-hmm. with this game, I, I've had trouble playing other games because this has been on my mind. And more so the discussion around it where it's like a great movie where it's like i I need some time away (laughs) where i have to walk away from this game to to think about what it has what it has created as far as you know the conversation around it um and and mostly talking about the good i i think you know a large part of our conversation is going to really be about the backlash to me because we wanted to do this episode for a while and we wanted to talk about how great the game is and how amazing it is and talk about the spoiler cast we listened to with neil Druckmann and uh, ashley johnson and of course uh, laura bailey who did a tr- fantastic job on the game but what we keep running into is the bad and like we said at the time of us recording this it's been three weeks since the game came out literally four hours ago neil Druckmann, the writer director of last of us part two Posted a tweet where he's been getting on his Instagram, on his Twitter, anti-Semitic, transphobic, death threats because of this game.
1: And then uh, two days ago, uh, Laura Bailey also shared, uh, you know, the death threats that she's been getting on Instagram for just voice acting, just being part of the game. (laughs) Yeah. And obviously to us sane folks, you know, this is out, like, this is like insane. And then, uh, literally hours before recording this naughty dog, um, released a statement saying that like, Hey, like, um, chill the fuck out everybody. Like, uh, you know, our, our concerns for our team is like, you know, a priority, this and that. And I'm just like, Oh, people are like this. Isn't even just like you Neil know, Druck. Like the whole team is getting like you know, uh, death threats or just you know, threats in general. And I'm just like this is like insanity. Yeah. And then uh, P and just looking at the replies and seeing people try to justify it or just like, well, then you probably shouldn't have X. And I'm just like, oh wow, you guys are yeah.
0: It it, it is it is ridiculous because at the end of the day, what we have like what we have here is that we have a game that has just like, just like the last Jedi, like mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, uh, like, like so many things we've seen just in, in general in our lifetime here in the last five years that has just turned so terribly because, I mean, let's be clear. The last of us part two does something that completely subverts what you expect the sequel would do.
1: And, mm-hmm. and people
0: don't like that. There is such a big headcanon. That people have for this series, and and, and I mean this, this this series only has two games in one DLC. <laughs> that's how big it. That's how much this 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 series has affected people, and I get uh-huh. it. I absolutely understand it. But you didn't know. I, I just didn't know until this point, or maybe I was too naive to see the type of people that this game was attracting, and these these people oh, who definitely. who were attracted to it. Because I could see, and a lot of people could see what what the writing on the wall was here at the end you know from the beginning but these other people i don't even know if it's if it's people that love these games i want to completely be honest i don't even think it's people that like these (laughs) games i think it's people Um, that just want to start shit
1: yeah and then like it's just uh people that really like joel and i'm just like i i know a lot of people replayed the first game and got those feels again uh for joel or whatever you know like he's the best protagonist ever but um i haven't played last of us since i first beat it so uh which was probably like you know five four years ago and i'm just like oh yeah it's joel <laughs> it's the protagonist and it's just like no we loved him and i was just like i don't know who we is bro. but uh <laughs>
0: Well, I, I get it i mean i get it of course we, we we'd be remiss to, to even mention this stuff without the actual focal point of the reason why the people are so mad and that mm-hmm. is because the spoiler there were spoilers that leaked and i and i use that with quotation marks because once you play the game you realize how wrong these spoilers were back in i want to say mm-hmm. march it was a month before the game actually came out um uh, i think it was right at the top of corona happening uh there were spoilers that, that leaked. Uh, one of them revealed the death of Joel, of course, which we're going to talk about at length on this episode. Uh, and they they revealed Abby, who, of course, Abby doesn't have the regular build of what people would expect. She's no Laura Croft <laughs> build, <laughs> if, if which that's what you're expecting. But people went along with the rumor that she was uh, she was trans transgendered, mm. and um, from then that is what it's become. Abby is not transgendered in the game. Uh, Joel's death absolutely has context behind it. And the reason why you play as Abby, his murderer, does make sense in the game. Easily. The one thing that I think that we should get away with, and if you don't like it, you should just go ahead and turn it off. I'm not going to be, me, North Cyrus, will be saying anything in this game is lazy. There will be no lazy writing (laughs) comments. Absolutely There There will be no lazy scripting comments. So if you don't like it, go ahead and turn this off right now. Cause it's not going to happen. Yeah. I love this game. I could give it, um, a, I loved it. Like I'll give it like yeah, no, 10 I'm, out of fucking a, 10 out of 10. I don't care.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm pro Abby. So um, yeah, you might want to turn it off. <laughs>
0: it, it, it Absolutely. It's just not going to happen. Um, I, I just want to say like, I completely support. I know there was a lot of like, you know, stuff about crunch and stuff like that. And, and that stuff mm-hmm. is terrible. But my my biggest shout-out goes to the people that fucking worked on this game because they went crazy yeah. on this, bro. They went um, crazy. I, I see the work. <laughs> yeah, I can see, see the work.
1: Um, and then just a little bit of, uh, about Crunch. like Crunch, yes, it is probably one of the shittiest development things ever. But, like, boycotting kind of seems like... Uh, like Ass backwards, uh, yeah. if, if you hate crunch, like uh, I'm, I'm not going to hate. I'm not going to hate the game because you know uh, Naughty Dog had people work uh, a crazy amount of hours on it, and it's just like this is not even like a game development thing. This is like an everyday thing. Like uh, my friend Mark, uh, we couldn't play games together for a really long time. A different Mark, uh, games for like at least a month because you know his company was having crunch whatever he was working with this is kind of like an industry-wide thing mm-hmm. um and i think boycotting the game doesn't really solve the issue
0: right absolutely it it, it really is like again it's a terrible thing but i think boycotting mm-hmm. especially something game of this magnitude is this it, it's not supporting the people that that it, it you know what I'm saying, that, that I've done this. And I really hope Naughty Dog can, can fix their practices, you know, and, and even yeah. the industry can fix their practices. Because um, it, if it's not one thing, it's the other. If it's not market transactions, it's crunch, you know, or, or it's ball. Yeah, right. <laughs> and with a game like this, we already know they pushed it back because of coronavirus and, and, and you know, even Ghost of Tsushima, they, they pushed that back to, to do more work on it. Like, we're we're nearing the end of of this generation and and it's just getting more expensive and more hard and and labor intensive to do this and so like I hope there's some respite and people having to be home now with their families and I think that if if you're able to work from home they should absolutely let these people work from home now because we see it's possible Mm, (laughs) you know what I'm saying (laughs) it it is possible so let these people work from fucking home
1: yeah and, you know, uh, the, pe- the people that are trying to justify crunch for the death threats that the team are getting, that is very ass-backward.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, don't even... It, I'm, I'm not even going to, you know what I'm saying, dignify that one with an answer. But yeah. The Last of Us Part Two, um, obviously I said at the top of the show I loved it. Cyrus, of course, you loved it. Ha- have mm-hmm. you... Has it been a game that after you finished it, you you, like... You kind of sat back and were like, whoa. Because I know you finished it really late at night.
1: Yeah. Uh, the the sun was peaking. And then uh, I was just like staring at the screen. I was just like, right. damn, fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and uh, since you beat it, you know, uh, I, I I just been texting like uh, parts of the story that had been really been getting me. And it was just like, decline, like <laughs> you see the rise? <laughs> and yeah. it was just like, oh, this is so sad. Yeah. Um, I think you
0: tweeted, I've never been more sad than I've ever been in my life here.
1: Yeah, and uh just texting you, I was just like, There isn't an emoji that could represent how sad yeah. I am right now.
0: Right, that's what um, you said. It it it's a game that, that that takes you places. Um it is a game that definitely makes you think. Uh mm-hmm. I mean really just about the human condition. Like I, I know that Neil Druckmann said, uh the game is about uh is not about hate, it's about love. And I absolutely agree with that. I, I think yeah. Ellie and Abby's uh, their journeys, you know, per, you know, precede them to act like how they act because of of the love of her father of, of Owen and in, in Abby's case, or in Ellie, in Ellie's case, is Dina and and Joel and and yeah. what she does is is primarily for them, but more so for Joel. And I think that seeing these characters like this is a game that deconstructs characters that you fucking love, and that's what I love mm-hmm. about about game stories and, and about stories in general it deconstructs it and deconstructs these people that you thought you knew so like i've always started the last of us was about ellie i like i thought it was her story yeah. from the beginning uh
1: well when you mentioned uh mentioned that to me the first time i was just like yeah that that kind of makes sense because uh like although we are controlling joel you know you're kind of seeing like ellie like grow right before your uh like right before your eyes even though she like remains the same age but Mm -hmm. like it's just like you know before it's just like it's a pure escort kind of thing like uh like Ashley and kind of like resident evil then like the stakes get raised and it was just like now she has to pick up a gun now she's like a companion and then Mm -hmm. then, like you kind of have to look at uh look after her a a little bit more you know you have Uh, to
0: to play as her in part one where where you have to like actually uh, defend joel
1: yeah and it was just like this is like this is different you know Mm -hmm. and i really enjoyed that uh from what i can really remember from uh the first game uh and the the ending of one i don't know how people really saw that as a happy ending well, it, it was, it
0: was, and, and again, I think it, it goes back to what I said earlier about like, I didn't know, I, I was too naive to think of the type of people that were this story was connecting with
1: because mm-hmm. there
0: are, there are absolutely, and, and I can't judge these types of people too much because it, it, it it's, it's a conversation. And I think the ending of this was supposed, it, it was supposed to spark a conversation. That yeah. It was like, supposed
1: to be decisive.
0: But... Yeah. Like it, it was supposed to, it was supposed to be like, you know. Where do you stand on this? And, and I think that that's what it, what The Last of Us is. It's about people's morals and how they they bend because of the mm-hmm. the environment that they're in. And in The Last of Us Part One, of course, Joel lies to Ellie, in you know after saving her life, and and this lie you know carries on five years later into Part Two. But Ellie, of course, was you know your escort in the first game all the way to the hospital to see if she could cure some you know cure the world because she was immune or is immune to the virus and um that was a you know a hot case of debate for the past seven years <laughs> about this game is that was joel's decision the correct one and how you know how will the second game deal with that and i think like i think it would be really naive for anyone to think that what the, like the decision that joel made would not come back on him fatally
1: yeah and then uh you raised a really point uh like a. Uh really important thing that I, I never really thought about. It was just like, but what if they went through with the operation and then there wasn't a cure? Yeah. And you know, work. they still don't get a cure.
0: Yeah. And, and, that, and that's like one side of the, of the argument and the conversation is, is like absolutely correct. This is one guy. There's no CDC. There's no WHO anymore. Like it's just one guy mm-hmm. with the cure. How much can he make off of her brain? You know what I'm saying? Like what can he do? And in the game, I thought was really cool was that you saw the other side of it where there, where where he's asked, like, would you do the same? Would you do this if it was Abby? And he says, absolutely. I would, but you kind of see like, and and I got to come in, let's just come in the motion capture in this game.
1: Really? uh, I was going to get to that uh, when we talked about the gameplay, but like it, it is really good.
0: But you see he's, he's kind of like apprehensive about saying it, but he still says yes. But again, like that leads over to us with the last of us part two it takes place over the course of five years not just five years later you see the moment from mm-hmm. last of us part one ends years preceding that all the way to when they get to uh where they where they're at and their settlement in the beginning of the game uh you start the game as joel you, you don't play as joel other like in any action scenes you 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 ride a horse with them in the beginning <laughs> And then yeah. you go into the game. I thought I thought it was really slick the way that they did it, and the in the parallels of, of Joel's actual daughter in the in the first game, where you just kind of play you know play as her walking around the house, and then you 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 play as Joel for the rest of the game. I, I think that like as much as it's it's Ellie's story, it's also a game about Joel's redemption. And mm-hmm. this is a guy that, and let's just be clear here: Joel dies in the first twenty minutes of it, or the first hour of the game. You know, like yeah, and it, it is the most effectual scene because you know i like joel because he represented someone who was down in his luck and trying to do better and his decision for what he what he did to ellie was terrible but you could kind of understand a father wanting to have his daughter back and he said mm-hmm. he found that in his his kind of foster daughter and ellie i understood that and i think that he was one of the most complicated characters <laughs> in video games i don't think you should be looking at him as a hero though <laughs> i think you should look at him yeah. as like a, a fully um, realized human-like character
1: and uh just like a little bit about his backstory like Jaw has done some like you know shady stuff to survive and it's just like yeah that's kind of what you have to uh do to you know survive here but uh you know just because he did this little journey with ellie doesn't really like you know put a patch over that and then we'll kind of see that with uh with abby and it's just like even through all that at the end he murders the only people that were trying to like more or less you know help even though they were kind of like radical um but like he murders a lot of those people and some of those people were innocent and didn't really raise a threat for his selfish desire like he wasn't really looking at the bigger picture of like the world isn't stay at stake here so like he was selfish. Uh, he was selfish. it's it, he, like he isn't like good but like he's like gray you know
0: yeah and and i think ellie turns from good to gray whereas joel turns from <clears throat> bad to gray to like chaotic neutral. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying so like it, it it definitely is something that like again that first I think the first hour of the game hits so hard because you don't know who the hell I, I came in completely clean. I know Cyrus, you knew about Ellie beforehand. I came in clean to the game. So I didn't know who she was. I I didn't know what she was. I think I picked up on what was about to happen as I read into the, the the context clues of her conversation with Owen in the beginning of the game. But um, I I love the, the, the uh, divided narrative where Ellie is building a relationship with Dina uh, you can clearly see that Owen and Abby are not okay. and it, It's kind of like
1: looking looking at Ellie in the future.
0: Yeah. And and seeing what that was. Perfect. That was actually an excellent point because we see where Ellie is at the end. But you yeah. see where <laughs> revenge is getting Abby because they, they start out on opposite ends, right? Like Ellie's completely mm-hmm. innocent. Abby's already consumed. And then they cross again towards the middle and at the end of the game to kind of pass each other. and and i think again like naughty Naughty dog is so great because um they create this story within five years they had to take two characters one that they knew you would absolutely fucking hate (laughs) and one that they knew that you (laughs) love beyond anything and they had to create a story where you had to um you had to sympathize with one and you had to empathize with the other Mm -hmm. and try and and try and make sense of the actions that they were doing so by the time abby makes a decision of whether to kill a pregnant woman you've already killed one with ellie so you get it on one end but you hate this person but you understand why he's doing that and it's 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 fucking incredible but the first hour uh, you don't know that yet
1: yeah you don't know that yet and then (laughs) just from what i've seen so far uh a lot of people lack empathy or you know sympathy uh and they're just like nah i uh, revenge, and they like need to fulfill it for it to be a video game. And I was even
0: like, with I, the game, I and, and <laughs> I think the game hits, is is so heavy handed in the fact that revenge is bad. There are so many mm-hmm. points where re- revenge is bad, and and this is not what you're supposed to be doing, regardless of how much you love this person. And, uh,
1: and that's really the surface surface level of it, where it's just like revenge is bad, and then you kind of get like deeper and deeper in it, and it's just like okay, but like revenge is bad, and then. Uh, maybe like seeking revenge gets like w- like where it gets you you mm-hmm. know uh like it it gets deeper and deeper uh into it but like really the surface level of it is that revenge is bad and then like you see the people online that are mad that you don't get to fulfill that revenge they're like you know the worst people that are participating in this discourse
0: yeah it, it's it is an absolutely terrible discourse about the the role of revenge here uh, between Abby and Ellie, but you know, the first hour of the game, you see Ellie going on a on a run. The 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 situation with her and Joel is chilly, you know. But at that point, like I, don't, it, I mean, honestly in the beginning, like I didn't even think that she knew. I thought that she just kind of w- was wondering mm-hmm. about it. And and the game does you know in a powerful scene let you know you know why the relationship split. But with Abby, she's helped out by Joel, and then she realizes, oh shit, that's Joel. They get them back to the, their their uh their hideout, and then they they brutally like Abby brutally murders him with a with a golf club. Uh, if yeah. you guys haven't checked out the spoiler cast uh, from uh, Kind of Funny Games with Greg Miller, uh, Neil Druckmann, Troy Baker, and Ashley Johnson, I would highly recommend that you guys listen to that. They could put that scene into the context so much better <laughs> than what we could do. Uh, Cyrus, mm-hmm. you listen to it. How would you feel about the description of that scene and, and why they did what they did?
1: Um. They they address like a lot of the parts uh, where people might be like skeptical of like how people uh, f- uh, felt about that scene, but uh, I really like how Neil Druckmann said people feel like they know these characters better than we do, and mm-hmm. it was just like obviously they wouldn't because you're the creator and you know how these people would feel and then they were just like oh joe wouldn't like let his guard down because you know he's a tough badass man you it it's just like but this is like retired badass man
0: yeah you know? he's not he's not Joel from the past
1: <laughs> yeah so and this they, is ha- where they hammer
0: that home like they, they mm-hmm. really hammer that home where it's like not only does he look older he's drinking tea you know he has a, that yeah. little owl, that little owl cup that he has. He's learning about speed. He's like, there's a book on his on his counter, uh, which you know I, I I started the the second playthrough on New Game Plus. But you notice like the space scene where he took Ellie to the to the uh, the zoo, and the mm-hmm. and, and he's learning about space because she's into it. You know he's trying to he's trying to build a yeah. relationship with her.
1: And uh, he like read. Uh, there's the other one where you're looking for a guitar string, and he was just like, yeah, I, I read one of those comic books. Yeah, uh, it was okay, but. Uh, the ending was a little weird to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: and this is this is a different Joel than the than the emotionally detached guy, you know that that we knew from the from the first game, and that's why when when he is killed, and that scene's very hard to watch for me still. Mm-hmm. Um, and it
1: and it gets wor- it gets worse the more you play the game.
0: Yeah, like that scene <laughs> is, but but I mean, like it that that his face flashes every mm-hmm. every time he plays Ellie, like. Her PTSD, and I think that like they really captured mental disorder in the game as well, like in mental mental illness. Like Ellie mm-hmm. is mentally ill in the game; she's seen a lot
1: and yeah, has and then, had uh, to do a lot. And then just like people are just like, I hate Abby so much or whatever. But it's just like, do you not see the parallels between these two characters? Right. Where Abby is literally having those same flashbacks as well. Like yeah. she still she she has the pain and guilt where uh every time she goes to sleep she has the flashback of you know running to that uh operation uh the operation room and seeing her father die mm-hmm. and then uh she felt that one, for... one time he's not
0: there and one time he's <laughs> not there
1: yeah and then uh the other time uh well when he's not there and she opens the door and it's the two kids that we, I get, uh, we'll talk about later and then it's just like then it ends and then he's there and it's just like that happens to Ellie as well. And it's just like mm-hmm. a lot of people are just like, <laughs> uh, that's why I think like uh, people just didn't play the game, you know?
0: No, well, yeah, they're, they're looking at the spoilers and, you know, after mm-hmm. that, you're, you're kind of led on a 23 a hour journey of these two characters. finding. And, and I, I was thinking, like, OK, violent, violence is a vicious cycle. Yes, that is it. That is a theme mm-hmm. here. It is so much deeper than that. I, I think that it, it really is about it's, it's about love and an unrequited love, and unreciprocated love, and you know there's there's tr- love triangles between both of them. In different, but they're so different, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a different type of love triangle because you got Dina uh, and, and you've got Ellie and you've got uh, what's his name? God, Jesse. Yeah, Chess, Jesse. And it's like that's a that's a love triangle, but Jesse's so cool <laughs> that he's like, and you he's know, kinda, he's kind of he's kind
1: of. Over
0: it. <laughs> yeah, like it's like whatever. Like it's cool, but you know, you have you have Mel, Abby, and Owen, and that is a more like that's from childhood, you know, and, and these are all childhood mm-hmm. friends, but it's like these these this is like you know, some some real shit right here. And um, how'd you feel about Ellie's first half of the game? And of course that that starts from Seattle all the way on to the uh the aquarium toward the end of the first part of the game. If there was a disc one, this two that's I'm guessing that's that would in, right?
1: yeah Um, just from uh, the Ellie scenario uh, it just playing it is just like it's really fun it's a really good game Uh, like uh, the dynamic is very different or just like uh, I know people had uh, an issue with pacing I I I see it when I play Abby but I don't really get it as Ellie Um, I don't
0: get it with Ellie I think I, I think the pacing hit me hard on Abby's Seattle day one Abby mm-hmm. Seattle day one is really long. It's at least five it, it, hours long to me.
1: And uh, her scenario just like turns into like it feels like a different game at some point. But yeah. um, I do like hanging out with Dina a lot in that first day because uh, she like she she's a ride or die, you know, like she's really about <laughs> it. And then there's just like points where you know you kill a whole bunch of people, and Dina was just like, "You recognize any of them?" I'm kind of a home, bro. Uh, <laughs> and it was just like. Nah, I don't. I don't really recognize anybody. But then, like with gameplay, you know, these like they're not people to you, but they're people to the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like you know, uh, I, I saw uh, it was just like the protagonist is the villain in somebody else's story. You know?
0: Yeah. So and like both, whenever. Both ways.
1: You, yeah. So when you stab somebody, that's just like oh, that was like a faceless dude. When you fucking killed everybody else but like a guard that sees a dead body is just like oh snap they got jack
0: yeah i I like that you know like they
1: i I love that so much that they bother to like you know whatever it's like generic names but like the fact that these people have names is a lot you know
0: let's get into let's get into gameplay a little bit here because with ellie you're introduced to a lot of the new gameplay mechanics in the game uh of that being the dodge button the jump button those are the biggest changes to the game I never thought that just adding a do, jump to this game. Do you would, like would add the so jump much. button? I think, well, you, go back and play the first one. <laughs> that's, what I, that's all I'll tell okay. you. You're not, you're not able to be that mobile in the first one. A lot of okay, the mobility okay, okay. happens within QTEs and stuff like that in the first one. So, with, with the first one, imagine if you couldn't hop on a ledge to get higher than an enemy. Imagine if you could, like, oh. like it was all like everything in the first game is very flat. In this oh. game, it's 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 vertical. It, it introduces verticality where you can go up, you can go down. You're able to maneuver more. You don't have the the prone position in part one either. You you don't have a lot of that stuff. So like, a lo- it's yeah.
1: Okay, I app- I appreciate the fuck out the uh, the crawling. <laughs>
0: exactly, like the jump button makes you invisible. The jump button to me is more than just the small like ten or eleven jumps that you have to actually make in the game. Mm-hmm. It adds to the combat system. And, like, like we're going to talk about Evade because I think every game needs to have an Evade like this. But uh, mm-hmm. I thought, look at this. I, I retweeted, I'm sorry, completely uh, off, the, off the, the topic here. I retweeted Neil Drucken's tweet about the, the tweets he's getting. Guy says, responds to me, because you know when you respond to somebody, it, it tweets that you and the person you retweeted. He says, yeah, yeah. the writing and gameplay definitely could have used some polishing, but your team created a great game. What? We're talking about literally talking about how the gameplay like changed, <laughs> literally how yeah. the series plays. Again, like the there ga- is no argument.
1: Game uh, gameplay is amazing, like outright. Um, and the motion capture is really great. And then like it gets to the point where uh, that account uh that t- that makes all the combo videos, like that man is doing like John Wick montages in the game, wow. like Ellie. <laughs> and somebody, you know what else?
0: I, what other argument I saw was how is Ellie like a killing machine? I'm like, bro, because she watched Killing Machines for like seven, eight years of her life. (laughs) She's seen it before. Joel is definitely that John Wick type nigga.
1: Yeah, he... he, That man uh, murdered a whole bunch of people, murdered the fireflies that you say that's in your happy ending so bad. It is just like... (laughs) How how do you not think that, you know, he kind of like passed that on to her? That's sort of of the sin that she got from her father, being able to murder this many people. And it's just like... How you play the game is how kind of like it kind of like parallels because how I play the game, I'm not running and gunning and doing all that unless the game forces me to. But like I'm sneaking around, I'm taking guys out, and it's just like, you know, that's not really a killing machine. That's just playing smart.
0: But you can be that. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you can be that. You absolutely
0: can be that because like I've I've done a couple of like the last part in the game. It's like you bring together – all of the things that you've learned um, that that you've learned within the last 22 hours of the game, and I think that, like, you get to the dodge button. One button Mm -hmm. changes this whole game, because now you're able to fight clickers, which is something you could not do in the first game. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) You're able to fight and get away from clickers. You're able to fight uh, off the runners. You're able to fight stalkers. You're able to... Again, it's context-sensitive. So I've backed into something and had Ellie... Grab uh, a, a desk and roll and, and kind of slide over the desk. Oh have, shit! Yes, if if you're behind something and you and you evade to that point, it's, you know how in most games you'll just you'll bump into a visible wall. Mm-hmm. It's context sensitive there, so they'll actually react to every single thing that they touch in the game. Oh snap! Uh... That's what I love about it. You know, <laughs> your reaction is what I love about this game because you haven't seen that yet, but it's definitely there. And there's a yeah, whole, there's is, a whole uh, thread on, like, Reddit about things that you've seen that, that, like, other people haven't seen, like, little touches that they've done with the game. Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously you've seen the context-sensitive killing moves.
1: Yeah. And that gif uh, that that person made at the TV station where they jumped from the balcony and attacked somebody.
0: I didn't know I you do it.
1: F- <laughs> I I tried it, and I still don't know the command for it. I'm just like, you, how'd
0: you, you do jump, that? You jump and hit melee. and she'll, And you'll see her put her hand out like she's stabbing.
1: Okay cuz I was trying to do that for uh the uh the last abbey part it, yeah. it it there was just an opening and I wanted to try it I missed a reset encounter
0: <laughs> <laughs> No it is it's uh that but but again that you you need the jump button to do that cuz if you don't mm-hmm. you have to fall yeah. you just fall down so like again like the jump button added a sense of verticality to this game especially within the exploration which I love the exploration in this game I think yes. that it, and, of, of all games like this, it definitely takes the cake.
1: And it's very and it's very like uh, just another game that I really enjoyed. It's very reminiscent of uh God of War, right? You know, where you're, where Dina kind of plays the point of the headless uh the headless guy Emil, I think uh was is that it? Uh, I forgot the what, what, uh, the head, part. In God of War, the headless. Oh yeah, uh, I, headless I forgot
0: guy. his name too. I forgot his name too. Uh,
1: dang, I forgot his name. But like. Dina kind of plays that role where, like, she creates conversation, So it's not just, like, dead silence whenever you're traveling around. And then uh, she'll say, oh, there, uh, there's something over here, you yeah. know. And it was just like, well, you, you want to, like, check that out? Or, like, before you, like, do story progression, she was just like, you want to, like, get more stuff before you, like, do that? And, and, and you just-
0: can turn that off. Oh,
1: yeah. Crazy. Or you could just yeah. ignore it completely. <laughs> yeah. Like you,
0: and I like this. thing, and I, and I think I said that to you, too, is that I like that Dina says that because it's the game. It's the developers letting you know it is an option if you don't want to just go straight into the story. Yeah. <laughs> it is an option for you to explore. And I, I think you see that like the Seattle part, one of the best open worlds I've seen. I know I know it's like a lot of it is like uh, it, a lot of it's empty, but there, there's a reason why it's empty. Obviously, there's, there's nobody out there. But again, you get into these parts where it's like you get to the bank. And you're like, oh <laughs> shit! What have I done? <laughs> like, am I ready yeah. to take this on? <laughs> but then when you get, when you beat it, you get a shotgun. You get uh, you get Nathan Drake's ring <laughs> for one of the things. Oh, like,
1: that's what it is! <laughs>
0: yeah, you get Nathan Drake's ring, and you get the precursor egg from Jack. Tell me this isn't the game with a fucking generation, bro. Tell me.
1: I didn't know. I didn't know any of that. Yes. I, I just picked up the ring and I was just like, "Oh well, do I like put it on? Like, yeah, do I, I get stripped out." <laughs> it's
0: the Sir Francis. I think it's from the first one. I think I, I can't remember. It's it, but I remember. You know, it's from Uncharted, and and the achievement mm-hmm. you get from it is an Uncharted reference. So, okay,
1: yeah, it's, it's from uh... Uncharted. I I haven't played. Uh, I think I only played one Uncharted game, and I was like to play the multiplayer.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's because uh, in every Uncharted game you can get a you can get a precursor egg from Jack, and okay, in this okay. game you can get something from Uncharted and from Jack. So I thought that was a nice touch.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. And then uh, just just uh, still on Ellie's just day one. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean
0: Ellie's day one is really where like it's your yeah. make or break of the game. Like one one thing I liked in that is the how'd you feel about the cable. Puzzles in the game where I was where you're thinking, like, I can't throw this over a fence, and then you
1: throw and it then, over a <laughs> fence, you launch that hole. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I thought it was, it's a very unique puzzle. I, I do like the um, I do, I do like the cable puzzle, and my favorite cable puzzle is uh, after you get the boat, and then uh, you're about to run into the seraphites,
0: yeah, and then yeah, uh, yeah.
1: there's um, there's like a subway train that's kind of just like hanging uh you can throw a uh you could throw the cable like out the cart and then swing to the other side and like get some ammo uh i was really hoping there was like another gun up there but like it's really cool and then like i already dealt with the seraphites that were like uh that i had to go over but like it gives you a sniper point yeah so you yeah. could take out and I was just like, oh, that's like so interesting.
0: but again um, it's, it's the verticality of the game mm-hmm. and, and you're able to play in so many different ways. so you can sneak around like you did in snipe, but you can use you can use the height to do the the jumping attack. You can use your height to throw a, a Molotov over because they can't reach you. and the enemies, they go along with that. they can grab you from under things. They can see you in tall grass. you're not safe there. They have dogs, which changes the, the do- gameplay completely. <laughs> Hey man, (laughs) that first dog area when you're in the when you're in the suburbs is Mm -hmm. one of my favorite is one of my favorite action sequences in the game.
1: When uh, when they introduce the dog, I pause the game. I say, "Hey yo, what?" (laughs) 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 Hey trip, and then uh, it's just like uh, just in that uh, it's uh Hillcrest. Yeah, there's two dogs and a million guards. (laughs) Yes. And you so, can, like, uh, by
0: all intents by all and purposes, I redid that part. You can just run and get out of there.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, when I got caught between a guard, a guard and a dog that goes into, inside the house that I was in. um, And then like outside the house, there's like three people and another dog. <laughs> and I was just like, nah, I'm booking it. Threw a smoke grenade and just like ran to the door.
0: <laughs> and and again, but the, but, the, but but with that, there's always consequences to that. So if you do run mm-hmm. and you avoid everyone, you miss out on materials, which in survival mode yeah. you definitely need. In mm-hmm. New Game Plus, since it's harder, you definitely need these these materials. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like again, it's a choice, but it's a choice that can be detrimental to you because you can miss out on some health. You can miss out on some yeah. some. Uh, you can miss out on a workbench, which are like definitely need it there's only like 21 in the game definitely need a workbench but um
1: yeah um you miss out on workbenches and i think uh this uh in Abby scenario towards the end of it it's kind of like pushing you and like rushing you and i felt like uh god of war did a little bit of that towards the end too where it's just like now nah, let's like do the objective because like the scene is kind of tense and it, it just feels out of place if you're just like where's the
0: workbench oh, you're, you're the talking workbench? about the workbench right at the in, the in the in the uh yeah in the play in the uh the village
1: Mm-hmm. And you told me you missed it, so I was just like, "Nah, let me like you know like missed, not rush it too hard."
0: I missed the workbench at the very end with the rattlers. I didn't even know there was a workbench in that shed area.
1: Um, did I get the uh, the workbench in the rattler? It's, area? Where, it's where it's where
0: you first see the the gimmick of where they have the runners tied up. There's a workbench <gasps> right there.
1: Oh. Damn, I missed that shit too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
0: right because you're thinking you're, there, there's like five guards there. I, I you want to. I want s- to see someone beat that on survivor mode because I want to see how they pull that off with all those guards in there, and they're they're definitely the and, smartest guards in the game.
1: And it's just like, yeah, you can try to, and like. Well, what is it? Uh, it? It was a very popular like joke during uh, MGS Five. It was just like I can't get caught if there's no guards. <laughs> so you kind of you try to kill like everybody, you know, headshot everybody or whatever. But like they add like they dogs, people with helmets, and they're very well equipped, and they have body armor too. So it's just like you can't just headshot, 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 you know. And it's just like uh, it. It definitely ramps up in difficulty once like uh, the enemy get more well equipped, and I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I like. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, they all, they also have molotovs as well, but the dogs oh. in particular, in part one, you could count, and you yeah. could chill in a corner and, and throw a bottle and run and do whatever you had to do. In this one, they you can't. They can pick up your scent. They can fall. Fo- they will follow you further than humans do. They will. Mm-hmm. They can pick up on anything that you do. Like you have to. You, you pretty much either have to run completely out of the way or distract them, and it's it keeps you moving and it makes you more aggressive depending on how you play. And I thought that's what that's. And again, like, <laughs> again, like Ellie's scenario opens up all these opportunities. Abby kind of mm-hmm. uh, it, it it makes you master them because she has harder scenarios than that. So I thought I thought yeah. that was a cool thing. But storyline wise, uh, obviously Ellie's trying to get to. Uh, Abby and she finds out by killing all of her friends in very gruesome ways that she is at this uh, one place but you really find out there that why Ellie and Joel broke, broke apart you see uh, you know Joel tells her or rather Ellie goes back to the hospital just out of a longing of wanting to know the truth of what happened uh, at, mm-hmm. the, at, at Jackson, at Jackson. No, not, not Jackson but at the, at the hospital so you go there you read the, what'd you feel when you read like the journal and you saw the bag and all that stuff?
1: Um, when, when I, like when you're inside the aquarium.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, when I, when I first got the bag, um, and I, I pulled out the medallion that said, oh, and I was just like, damn, I'm gonna have to kill him too. <laughs> <laughs> then you realize after. Yeah, that was my first thought. And then uh, before that, you go into the room that like had the blood or whatever. And um, damn, what did, I don't even know what, uh, when I saw like all the bandages and that's from uh, the operation that you, uh, you sort of do, um, I was just like, oh man, like what's going to happen here? Like, is it, it, this like, uh, I, I knew this wasn't the end because I haven't played Abby yet. So I was just like, oh, what's going to happen here?
0: <laughs> right. And I thought that it was like the scene that directly after that with Joel showing up and, and, and her and basically saying, don't lie to me. Because he was like, if you lie to me, I'm, you know, I I, I will never, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm going to leave and I'll never see you again. If you tell me the truth, I'll go back, but we're done. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was such a powerful scene because it was like, okay, now it all makes sense. It makes sense why the, why she won't talk about why Joel picked the fight with, you know, with uh, that bigot at the, at the party at the end. And, and again, you're piecing together these stories from the past and you're saying, okay, this is where they were good. You know, the hunting montage when they went to go find the guitar string, she wasn't really fucking with Joel. And Tommy was kind of trying to get them back together. Or when she was even younger than that, the, the happier times. And she, she's remembering all of these parts because I think the biggest part of the game is that is closure Ellie mm-hmm. never got closure and she was never and, able to get that closure.
1: And it was kind of just like, uh, at, at, at this, uh, sort of point in the game, uh, you don't really get like the final piece to the very, very end, but like her and Joel are on bad terms and then they die on bad terms. Right. And it's just like, Ellie's not like Ellie wants to get revenge. Uh, even though they did end it on bad terms. And it was just like, you know, they never got to like patch it up and then uh later on uh in the story you see that they were on the road to like you know just like making it right right um, and
0: and that's the that's the heartbreaking part because what you see and i, I guess we gotta talk about that scene later on in Alice abby scenario because you get the more, more context there but yeah i think joel's decision othered her in a way joel mm-hmm. in 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 his own way makes her hide her gifts which is the fact that she's immune. I think that scene yeah. with her and Dina was, was very huge in, in Dina figure. Cause she tells Dina in the beginning of the game, I'm immune and Dina doesn't believe her. <laughs> and, yeah. then the, and then yeah. at the end of the thing, she's, she takes her mask off she, and Dina's like, what the fuck? Because Joel has, 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 has othered her. He's made her, he's mm-hmm. put, he's put Ellie on a pedestal and never allowed her to grow. And I think that that is that like you see throughout the game, the effects that her being so sheltered has made her like, Joel has mm. protected her from everything, and now she has no protector, and and no one to keep her away from stuff. And, and I think that again, it's it's the it's the good, the gift, and the curse of being Joel is that he's such a you know noble, quote unquote guy, but he was also hurting Ellie the whole time by lying to her.
1: Yeah, and then uh, uh, another thing about that is that um, othering her, and when you when you're looking for the guitar string, and it was just like uh, Joel told her. I think is one of the worst lies you could have ever told was that there was more people that were immune, you know? And then it was just like, nah, you weren't like really that special. Like fireflies just ran some tests and there was like other immune people there. It was no issue. Like just making her feel kind of like, I, I like, she she felt less important and yeah. we get that uh later and i i i felt that like early on in the story as well and then you and you just told me like stop play, uh you know keep playing that's yeah. why i know where i'm like i'm kind of like in the good ballpark um but it was it's like uh ellie had something special and joel kind of just like dumped it down or just like made her feel less special and like you know she couldn't like save the world like she originally like thought she really could
0: yeah she she wanted a meaning to her life and Mm -hmm. i think it's tough like when you when you're in a situation like that you're trying to find meaning because everyone is is trying to go out for themselves and no one is really special everyone has to do the same thing the same chores you have to you know what i'm saying They, they have to survive for the the settlement and ellie was is something different and she's trying to look for closure in that part of her life but uh, the one closure we get in the Ellie story is is when she finally comes across Abby and and the game twists and we go backwards and Ooh. we go back in time. Uh, what did you what did you feel What did you feel about uh, uh, Ellie's turn before we get to Abby? What do you feel about Ellie's turn in the uh, aquarium where she kills Mel and kills Owen? At that point, we don't know how important they are, but when we find out how important they are, we're kind of like, oh, <laughs> oh, "No, what have you done?" I think there was uh, I think the last four or so hours of Ellie's campaign. I'm like Ellie. What are you doing? I'm. I'm like. I don't want to please you. Yeah. I don't want to please you. I'm really disappointed in you right now.
1: I was just like, "What are you doing, my guy?" Um, <laughs> the, uh, the the aquarium scene. It was just like, okay, like it. It all like leads up to here, and then like Abby's not there, and then uh, she she. Uh, you you pointed out to me uh, what I thought was really funny is that she's like trying to be like Joel where she tries to do the interrogation tactic that she told uh that she She tells dina about in day uh, in day one and she was just like she kind of talks about it like she perfectly understands it but then when she tries to implement it it goes to the shitter fast
0: (laughs) (laughs) she completely fucks it up and ends up killing two people or three people really because she kills mel who is with child um and that that leads us back to Tommy, who they've been trying to find and track for the whole Wait. game. There's even a part where Ellie says, basically, "Screw Tommy, I'm gonna go off on my own." And
1: yeah, and, and I was just like, that. "Oh, you." When she did like, uh, and that's like the beginning of the scenario, uh, or just that day where she's just like, Tommy, uh, Jesse's just like, "We got to go help Jesse." Uh, I mean, we got to go help Tommy, and we see what Tommy's doing. He was doing some fly ass shit, but um. <laughs> It was, uh, uh Ellie's just like, no, the aquarium right there? Fuck Tommy, you'll be straight. And it was just like, oh, oh, okay, guy. And then, like, Jesse, like, dips. And then, like, me as well, I was just like, for real? <laughs> yeah. it, it,
0: and it was, it, it's really, like, shitty, but Ellie is spiraling mm-hmm. down, not because of really her, like, really because of her obsession, but her obsession is masked by, by a need to get closure so that she can feel better about the way that her and Joel ended things. And, mm-hmm. I think you go back to that um to the aquarium after she's done what she's done and she's like okay it's time for us to go home i've done enough this is deeper than what i'm within what it is and it's, it's hurting people and i gotta get dino home because she's pregnant and i gotta get jesse home and i gotta get tommy yeah. home because he's hurt but then
1: figure out how to get in first. Abby's there. And I was just like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> one, one thing that was big, and this this line has, has stuck out to me because I forgot that it even happened or I didn't realize it in such the, the drama that was going on. My mouth was fucking agape the whole time. Mm-hmm. was Abby saying, and, and shout out to Laura Bailey for this delivery as well. We gave you a chance. We gave you a second chance. We spared you and you ruined it. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I said, you know what? She could have just walked away. And she did it. Yeah. And that's why Uh, this is all happening.
1: Yeah. She, like, got consumed by revenge, like, wildly. And then just, like, that between the scene where, uh, like, it's it's so close together where uh, she kills Mel, And then she shoots Owen. And then uh, Owen is, like, gargling up blood trying to say something but like it's kind of like clear what he says and you're just like wait what and he's like gurgling out she's pregnant yeah and then Ellie's just like as she's as like Mel is like leaking from her throat this is the second time Ellie has poked somebody in the throat killed the <laughs> dog
0: right before that too
1: oh yeah she killed the dog right before that but like she sees it and that's when like Ellie like freaks out and it's like I'm I was still stunned off that <laughs> yeah and then uh you you hear uh abby pull up and it was just like we gave you uh we let you live and then you know you you squandered that and it was just like yeah you got so consumed with revenge you know and you got jesse killed
0: You got everyone oh. you got a lot of people killed jesse got mm-hmm. clapped quickly and I, oh, yeah. and I thought and i it was, was like god I, damn i was like damn but it showed you just how like just how quick you can go in this shit like mm-hmm. it's, that's just how you can go but um, let's get into Abby. Um, of course, Abby is the, the, you know, I'm guessing she's 18 years old as well. I think her, her and Ellie were around the same age. She's around 18, 19 years old. Um, she is the daughter of the doctor who was, uh, you know, going to operate on Ellie in the first game. And from the beginning of the game, you kind of go, you, you notice it's a lot different from the beginning. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one of my, my biggest, uh, one of the biggest things I was kind of like, ah, iffy on, on the, uh, you know, in, in the game itself, was that I felt as though Abby's day one was really long and it was mm-hmm. doing a lot to try and introduce you to these characters and how important they were and how broken their relationships were. And but, they, uh, they, it's been like four or five hours doing it.
1: Well, um, I felt like just playing the the Abbey, like the beginning of the Abbey part. I thought like shit was happening in like quick succession, like uh introducing it, but like everything hit like really hard where um when you first well this is like after the flashback with her father, but like you go into the mess hall when you're mm-hmm. in uh the wolves base and then uh, you talk to Danny, one of the assholes that was, like, uh, that was basically going to, like, murder Ellie. Uh, but, like, Abby, you know, uh, uh, Owen, like, uh, calms him down. Like, he says, like, two names. I forgot what they are. But, like, Ellie kills those two people already. Yeah. And then when I when that clicked, I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> well,
0: no, now, she doesn't kill him yet because they, they break apart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because but in like, day, day one, you really – They're going like, to die. What, <laughs> yeah, they're going to die. and In day one, you realize that they both kind of start at the same place, away from each other. But in mm-hmm. some ways, Abby's ahead of Ellie. And in other ways, Abby's behind Ellie in a lot of things. So she's ahead of her in getting to Owen the first time. But behind her is, is when she goes back to the hospital. A lot of those people have died already. And she just doesn't know it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so Abby, is, she had a head start all the way. She could have just left. But I think that the big thing that keeps Abby... From leaving uh with Owen is her sense of duty and her sense of the fact that, like, her meaning and purpose in life, Ellie's still finding hers and hasn't found it, but Abby's purpose in life, she's already done it and she's empty afterwards. And I think mm-hmm. that was the strongest part of it, is that like that's where Naughty Dog hammered it home, and I think it hammered it home really uh well when she finally gets introduced to Lev. Is that Abby's purpose in life was to find Joel, and when she finally kills Joel. There, there's nothing left like like, for her she, she she realized that her friends have moved on owen it won't be that easy to get to owen because he has a a, a child you know on the way with, with mel who is also her friend or close friend by the way and,
1: and, but, friend, like it, it, like they were friends at some point but, but not uh, only that so like, shaky.
0: but not only that they just weren't um you know they, after she killed joel they saw a side of her where it's just like they weren't even really rocking with her like that mel wasn't really talking mm-hmm. to her owen had already really just dropped the flag he wasn't even trying to kill people no more after what he saw at that point mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone w- was was kind of going their own separate ways at that point and abby was kind of lost and hadn't it hadn't like by trying to find her meeting she realized that she had none and that's what mm-hmm. was strong to me about her scenario
1: uh and and then also that is just like uh where you said that like ellie is like kind of like she's behind but then ahead uh like it switches up where she's like ahead at some point um it's abby's scenario is kind of like the countdown where ellie kind of like fucks everything up like it's like her whole scenario is like a ticking time bomb (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like, and now here's where Ellie ruins everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, I'd be remiss to, to talk about Abby uh, without we got to talk about a little bit of her gameplay and a lot of bit of the places that she goes before we we, we kind of get mm-hmm. to the end the end of her scenario and the end of the game. Um, her gameplay has very minor changes from Ellie. Obviously, they don't get the same weapons or the, they don't even get the same skills um, mm-hmm. at the same point at the same time. Uh, Abby as, as a blank slate. <laughs> like, a, a completely a blank slate. You have to regain a lot of the stuff that she has, but she has added weapons. You get automatic weapons with her a whole new mm-hmm. pistol, a hunting pistol that's like basically a fucking Magnum, um, and my favorite weapon in the game, the crossbow. What you can curl?
1: Do? What you. What you. Oh yeah, the crossbow's great. But like the hunting, the hunting, uh, the hunting pistol, you could craft, you could craft ammo for it. And I was just like, that's kind of OD. <laughs> but
0: she but it, it makes sense because she is a battle-hardened warrior in a way that Ellie mm-hmm. isn't. And you kind of get the difference between those two by just their their layout and their loadouts. I think it's really dope the way that they differentiated these two in the game. Uh Ellie obviously not as strong as Abby either. Abby has a special, um, a special uh, move called momentum where she can link together killing moves and just basically go around killing people in one hit.
1: I, I, I didn't utilize it as much. Cause I just felt like, uh, my gameplay style or just like how i was comfortable playing the game was like a very uh more slowed down pace but that's the but, thing uh,
0: that's the thing i don't understand with, with abby i think there's a lot of points in the game where you're actually encouraged to kind of go in with that. yeah
1: because cause there's a lot of scenarios where like uh enemies are grouped up together yeah um and uh for uh I would say the first time where I really noticed that I was just like, oh, I could have murked a lot of those dudes but I was just like, I got away and I only killed like one guy and I was just like, uh, saving resources is like way more important But um, They
0: give her a lot, I feel like they give Abby a lot of resources, bro
1: Yeah uh, <laughs> But then there was one point in the story where I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna have to utilize this, bro <laughs>
0: yeah, I think, that, I think, the, I think the, uh, the cornfield is where I went crazy one time uh, with, with momentum, I think I, I tagged up five people in a row <laughs> just straight killing people with with, with the arrows, and um, obviously, like you still keep the, the dodge mechanic. Uh, at, but I think the interesting part with uh, Abby is that she is like Joel in a lot of ways, and that she regains mm-hmm. the ability to use shivs. Uh, Ellie has a at least like easy mode compared to Abby. Yeah, because she's be just.
1: Uh since she's immune i guess she don't really care and then she just like pulls out this little tiny knife and then just stabs in the head and i'm just like why can't abby do that
0: she's like uh jill where she has like infinite knife and she has all the like explosive mm. arrows and shit like that like abby does have harder time with, with things such as like arrows she can't craft arrows so like yeah. the crossbow is very limited use <laughs> in, in a lot of ways because she can't actually craft arrows but she can craft bullets so
1: yeah and i believe uh for the crossbow since uh since uh i the arrows are different you uh you have a yeah. higher chance of recovering them but yes. like uh still she can't like craft them
0: i want to say you can recover them from any body part other than ellie's headshots i want to say you can i can't remember though i'm not at abby's no. part in new game plus but um you also like again Bravo to Naughty Dog for making them different enough, where it's like, okay, I'm playing as Ellie because when you have to go back and play Ellie at the end, you're like, oh shit, I can't, I don't have the crossbow (laughs) anymore, I don't have assault anymore, I got to actually go back to the way that I used to play. Mm -hmm. Um, But Ellie, Ellie, well not Abby Abby is introduced to uh, the brother and sister duo of uh, Lev and uh, his sister, and uh, I think this is the point where it changes, right? For for Abby.
1: It, it beca- uh, I think at this point, this is where I was just like, "Oh, this becomes kind of like a different genre." Um, I I haven't seen any of the trailers. Uh, I, I think like the last thing I saw was like the E three thing where they were like playing the uh, the music and they did the uh, they showed the dancing cutscene. Um, yeah. That's that's all I saw from the game. Uh, so when I saw this part of the game, I was just like, "Hey, man, this shit." kind of crazy right here yeah. um w- 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 with the um the lynching and then uh yara uh when she gets her arm smashed up and i was just like "Ooh, this game is uh reaching new heights right i i
0: i uh you do see those those two um or those three rather in the trailer i think it was the 20 mm. oh my god was it was 2018 or 2017 last of us one. i, th- I want to say 2017 is what it was introduced 2018 is when they actually showed uh that second trailer um you kn- we didn't know who abby was at the time so when we were looking mm-hmm. at that we didn't know really because ellie's not in that at all but naughty dog was telling us at that point this is who abby is in a, in a more subtle way mm-hmm. than kojima did by just joinking snake out of all those cutscenes and putting raiden in them and Motor saw 2. too <laughs> he actually they actually let us see that abby was was coming but uh yeah 11 yara or or your companions in one part of the game one of my favorite i think the graphics are great in ellie's part abby mm-hmm. had best graphics i've ever seen in my life on her side
1: um just uh there there's a lot of conversations so you see a lot of the mocap uh really shine there and uh just talking to people or just like uh talking to people or when she like does the stealth takedown, and you just really see her face, like kind of crunch up as she just like breaks her neck?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I love Ellie. I love Abby's uh, silent takedown without the shiv. Really, really mm-hmm. dope. Uh, I I also love like the 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 power she has when she actually takes someone hostage. Like you see, like her muscles flex. It's really, really dope. Um, oh
1: shit! Oh man, I gotta, I gotta run it back. <laughs> I gotta see the muscles flex, bro.
0: <laughs> you have to see the muscles flex, bro, for real. But I, I, I really love Lev and and his opening up to Abby because mm-hmm. Lev, at that point, is going towards his purpose, and that is to be free. And and to live the life that he wants to live, even though he still believes he's a scar, you know, he, he still wants to believe that, but he wants something more. Come on, himself.
1: bro, seraphite, what? come oh, on. I'm sorry, man. seraphite.
0: Sorry, gotta gotta call him the right <laughs> uh But it, it was, you know, I think the where that kind of hits is where they're doing like the 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 leap of faith, so to speak, across mm-hmm. the buildings. I really love that part because that's another, you know, really small touch. Oh. Abby's scared Man. of heights. So when she's up high, I was wondering why my game was was like, the, the camera was zooming in.
1: Whenever I, I was- uh, so Abby, yes, big brawling woman. Oh, she's the strongest. Or no, it doesn't make sense. But like, she she's human (laughs) yeah she uh and they i i feel like you know like yeah she she doesn't look human or whatever or like you know she's a very big villain but like i feel like uh that was like the first step of them like really humanizing her where it's just like oh like this big strong woman but like oh she like she's scared of things like she's still human like she has a fear of heights and i i like how the game implemented a lot because like no matter how tall the ledge is if you like stand at a ledge the camera will pan back yeah, and I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, and it, they, you know, you don't realize until they finally say like she's afraid, and then it happens. It gets it gets dimmer and dimmer when she's walking across that wooden bridge. I got vertigo <sighs> playing that part, and I was like, okay, yes.
1: Um, and uh, just, uh, just to get a little lighthearted, uh, I really love the start of that scenario where they uh they kind of set out to go to the hospital um cuz Abby is trying to connect with uh with Lev who is uh uh I think uh 13 14
0: he, he was born during this whole mm-hmm. period and so he doesn't yeah. know anything about anything he doesn't know anything about the old world so to speak
1: yeah um A- Abby try uh I walked into the barbershop and then Abby like told like some joke and then <laughs> Lev was just like I'm 13 not 7 <laughs> <laughs> like lev lev uh, literally like my favorite character rapid fire jokes really lighten up the tone and like a lot of the jokes are, are very subtle and just like really only shit uh like i don't know how could you how could you not laugh or like really enjoy that dynamic between them or just like see just see that this part of the game is kind of your last of us one yeah <laughs>
0: And, and that's that point. And the thing is, if people would have given her a chance, they would have seen that. But I'm sorry. Oh, mm-hmm. Lazy writing, I guess. But
1: <laughs> yeah, um,
0: Abby does get a, a lot of, of really big scenes to, to herself here where, you know, of course, she breaks out the, the Owen affair, so to speak, where, you know, she mm-hmm. and Owen have this, you know, unreciprocated unrecipro- love where Owen loves her. But Abby was too consumed by revenge and order and really just being the soldier that she is in order to actually like Mm -hmm. pursue that. And I think that's the heartbreaking part was that like Abby had so many chances to hop on that boat and go to Santa Barbara and she never did. And let's be clear. We we haven't even mentioned this, the, the wolves, the WLF there, a lot of them are former fireflies from the first game. And the, and the Mm -hmm. big part that we, I forgot that, I guess we forgot to mention is that when Joel did what he did at the hospital, they splintered off into this group. And they went to the WLF who were already who were already like in, in formation, but a lot of them are former fireflies that are regular people, like you said, that were, were innocent, that were forced into killing and being soldiers for these people because of Joel. Yeah. So like the implications of Joel go way bigger than just the lie of Ellie. He ruined and misplaced a lot of people's lives. Like, even even, you know, Abby says in the beginning, how many people have died because of what you did? <laughs> and it was yeah. it's the truth. And then, it might it might not be the truth because of what he did for Ellie, but it's the truth for what he did at the hospital. Like he could have definitely just took Ellie and not killed anyone.
1: Yeah. Um. And uh, you you also brought up a great point because I don't really remember that scene too much in the first game, but like the the doctor, you know, pulls out a scalpel and tries to like defend himself from Joel, and it was just like, oh, Joel just I, like people, I I guess you like told me that people were saying like Joel was acting in self defense, but I was just like. A guy with mad guns walk into my operation room with rage on his face? Hey, I'm going to grab something, bro. (laughs) You got to. (laughs) And then uh, he rightfully, you know, was scared because Joel was coming to kill. I don't think you can uh, do that non-lethally.
0: I think that, again, like seeing Abby's perspective, like stop. I mean, just stop for a second and think about the fact that Naughty Dog is definitely trying to uh, <laughs> craft the story in a way where you, you see why the people make the decisions that they do in the game and I think they, they largely succeeded uh, I like Kat uh, Bailey's uh, article on why Abby works and I absolutely agree with her mm-hmm. if there hadn't been a, a, a Lev and Yara I think Abby doing this by herself or doing it with one of the other WLF guys like that wouldn't have worked as well as it would it, had yeah, she uh, not have a parallel with Lev
1: if they uh, like if they kept Manny around uh, aka Neil Druckmann even though he looks nothing like the motherfucker <laughs> uh, uh yeah definitely uh it de- Abby Abby has done some bad things and she's like sort of on her road to redemption by like traveling with these kids um or just like you know helping out uh helping out these kids and i think it works really well because like uh she sees that uh Owen is kind of like he's done and she was yeah. just like, he sort of found his peace with, like, being done with that. But it was just like, now she's trying to find her peace, too, and, like, uh, trying to uh, help out the kids. And then, like, before she helps out the kids, she has that dream sequence where she saw the kids dying in her dreams. Yeah. And she was like, nah, that ain't happening, bruh.
0: No, they got to protect them. And she even, she like, Lev even asks her. And she says it because it's the right thing to do. And it's mm-hmm. her trying to make up for what she's done. And it's so crazy that when she finally realized, when you, how did you feel when they finally get back to the. Uh, they, they, they come from. Okay, let, let's just be clear. I don't want to like bury the lead here. The actual Seraphite Village section of the game, incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of my favorite oh, parts yeah. of the game.
1: Well, no, uh, can we talk about. Uh, can we just dive? I want to talk about more of that crane scene. Okay. Um. We, t- we talked about Abby having a fear of heights and then uh, Le- uh, Lev lets uh, Abby know that the Seraphites has been getting around the wolves, like, you know, stepping away from the streets by going up this, this skyscraper, the tallest building that you can <laughs> see where you look like you pan your camera or, you know, you hit L3 and it makes you look up. You can see that, like, the, uh, the building is getting, like, absorbed by like clouds like that's how tall it is and then Abby's just like oh we're gonna have to go up that and you know uh, and then you think oh maybe you're not you don't have to get that high and then you take an elevator up right and then like the wind starts uh, pumping up and stuff and then you have to go past this crane this old broken down crane and the game just like ramps up in intensity when traveling through that crane and then uh, I don't know if you saw it, but like, obviously, like if you've ever seen an industrial crane, you know, it gets skinnier and skinnier. And then since Lev has a smaller body, <laughs> motherfucker maneuvering through that shit, He's through <laughs> that shit.
0: You, you start yeah, to see yeah. that you start to see the height or the, the, the width of Abby on that part as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, uh, even before that, Abby's just like, oh, like what scares you? And I was just like, "No, I ain't really got a fear of heights." Like, man, dogs are spooky though. (laughs) And Abby is just like, "Oh, whatever." But then, uh, the really narrow part of the uh, of the crane—I don't know if you saw it—but there's a whole bunch of bird shit (laughs) there. (laughs) 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 And I was just like, "Oh, how am I supposed to get through this?" Because I already failed before. Oh, you fell off the crane? Yeah, I already fell off the crane because uh, the camera starts shaking and then Abby starts to like black out a bit and then uh the camera uh the camera kind of like pans a little bit away and it was just like oh I can't keep my balance and I like fell and I was just like, "Oh fuck, how am I supposed to do this?" Like, wow. do I don't even, even want to know.
0: I I was acting like Abby was me. I was holding my controller for dear life, bro. <laughs> um, the the
1: uh the death uh for that it kind of uh you remember that part in Resident Evil where we like kick uh Resident Evil Six where we kick the zombie off the uh off the helicopter and it just like the JPEGs just shrinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesus that kind of what happens to Abby. Um, it's it's very scary. Um. But like, you see the dog, uh, like the bird shit, and then like, she slips. My heart fell. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to do that whole thing again. I'll
0: say that the, 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 the auto saves are really uh, forgiving. Generous. Part. Yeah. They're very forgiving. They they save after literally everything you do. Everything you pick up, they save after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you feel coming back to the aquarium, knowing what happened before, <sighs> before Abby does?
1: I you know uh the countdown to when uh abby fucks everything up i thought that um remembering that the blood is there i thought uh yara might have still been around right and then like she probably saw ellie do the whole thing
0: yeah but then you then she dies before
1: that yeah she uh she she passes before that which is very sad um and it, it and it made me think it was just like uh because when i uh playing abby i was just like damn how she make it to the theater so fast <laughs> uh ellie's stupid ass left her map yep. fully <laughs> annotated <laughs> with her location <laughs> in circle i was just like are you a fucking moral and it's just like yeah, it's cut co- like uh, it's not even like covered in blood, really. But I'm just like, oh my god, are you an and, idiot?
0: And you know how then, you like know how Abby got there quick It's because she's with Lev, and of course they know how to get mm-hmm. there quick.
1: Yeah, uh, especially after the journey we just took, you know. Yeah. Uh, Abby told uh, shows her that like the sacrifices know how to get to places quicker. Yeah. Um, where like a hospital that is like a two day trip is a couple hours because we cross <laughs> barely crossed across the crane. Right. Um, I was just like, Ellie, are you a moron? And, and then like, <laughs> you see, you see this location circled on the map, and then like, jump cut. Abby's out there with a Glock in her hand.
0: Bruh, I, I. That was one of the moments where I put the controller down. It was um, a moment where I was like, I know Naughty Dog is going to make me do it. I think they're going to make me do because I have no clue what's going to happen. I don't think anyone knew what was going to happen in this game, and. Uh, so you go into the, and, and you know, when you first explore the the makeshift uh, theater base for Ellie, of course you go upstairs, of course you see the window. I remember seeing that ladder and being like, oh shit, someone could really come up here if they want if they really wanted to. I yeah, thought nothing uh, of it.
1: Well, when, when I first saw that ladder, I was just like, why can't I put it down? <laughs> and I was just like, "Uh, maybe for safety purposes. Okay, whatever. Uh, and then like, you know, I kept going. And then like, soon as I played as Abby, she was just like alright, how do we get in? And I was just like, don't worry about that, I got you.
0: <laughs> and I know exactly so you, where
1: the ladder is.
0: So you go through it and of course we know how to maneuver through the theater. We've been there about three times at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have to, you have the, the Ellie boss battle, which I did die. I, I died a couple times because Ellie's... Oh yeah. She has all the things that I, you have. She has every weapon that you have that you've that you crafted, the smoke bombs mm-hmm. and everything.
1: Uh... I, I threw something at her, and then like I ran up on like uh I ran up on her like just like straightforward because like, I, I like threw a bottle and I thought I had it. Ellie said, <laughs> "Blasted me with the shotgun," and I died. And I was just, like, "Oh!" <laughs> and then like the first, uh, you,
0: I think it's also oh, important man. that you do this. You do this with 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 the hands. You don't do this with a gun. Ellie has the gun because mm-hmm. of course the game lopsides it for you because she loses her bag on the way out of the Seraphite Island.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) and then it's so crazy that, um, you, you go in there like barehanded or whatever. And then Ellie completely has the upper hand and like you, it, it becomes like sort of like player versus player. Where, like she uses the tricks uh, that you know. Like she's also using like listening mode or whatever. So like yeah. uh, you come across, yeah, laying prone. You come across some crane, uh, some chains, uh, like some set design props. Um, you <laughs> you rattle that. Ellie's just like, oh, gotcha. And I'm just like, yeah, the, uh, that definitely would have happened. Cause if I was doing that whole shit, uh, the whole boss battle from Ellie's point of view, I would have been in listening mode the whole time. Right. <laughs> Uh,
0: so, from, I mean, from that boss battle, we we uh, we get to uh, Ellie nearly killing Dina, who, of course, we know is pregnant and Lev stopping her and, mm-hmm. and Abby yeah, saying that's when shit got dark. And Abby saying, basically, uh, I better not see you ever again. <laughs> and mm-hmm. again, once again, sparing her. And Ellie is zero and two <laughs>
1: against Abby <laughs> at this point. Well, uh, let, let, let's go zero and three because uh, Abby murked up Tommy, banged on Jesse.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just talking about just Abby versus Ellie in general. Uh, I, I yeah. think just one on one, they she just can't. She can't. She can't handle it. Uh, but it <laughs> leads us into Banging what it leads me to what I thought was the ending at one point, where mm-hmm. you're on you're on the farm, but also the most tense part of the game. We were on the farm with uh, Ellie. It's just some time later. I want to say at least half a year because Dina's already popped out a uh, potato, uh, a.k.a. JJ. Uh, and, you know, you get to hold the baby. The baby animation and physics, again, yeah oh, ain't, 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 no game fucking yeah. with it <laughs> no games fucking with it i'm sorry ain't no
1: baby holding the baby like this game dude bro at all i took
0: i took mad pictures on the on the, in the farm um, I, I think i have so many do you, like do you know where the farm is farm.
1: located I, I think i might have blinked and missed the location but like did it say like where they that don't located? tell you they don't tell okay. you i would imagine um,
0: that it's some it's some it's some uh distance away from jackson because it just seems because tommy had to actually come visit on the horse and everything okay um Um, you you do some menial tasks again you see the 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 life that dina and and ellie have and you you sense that they that ellie is all but forgotten about what's happened until mm -hmm. you go to the again oh my god we didn't talk about the hospital part and i didn't ask you about what you thought about the hospital part
1: uh uh yeah i uh you 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 just want to backtrack now i think we could talk uh, a little bit more about the uh Go ahead. Oh, okay. no,
0: I want to talk about the hospital because we, we got to speed through. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. For the uh for the hospital, when playing it as Ellie, I was just like, "Oh fuck!" Easy. Like, yeah, it, 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 it was like piss easy. Like, uh, I described it as going through OKB Zero and uh, MGS Five, which is like very easy because like there's like nooks and crannies or just like you know very uh the game is, uh the game has very easy stealth uh, for the most part, especially when you understand mechanics. But um killing Nora, that shit was insane. I thought that was that was a very intense scene that... Uh,
0: I'm talking about Abby's part.
1: Oh, Abby's part. I'm talking Abby's about part.
0: Abby's part. What you thought about Abby's hospital section. Because again, these, they, uh. these both of them get to the same places. They just deal with them in different ways.
1: Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> when I turned the power on in, uh, during that scene, I was just like, alright, let the bullshit begin. Um... But when you go into the parking lot section, after turning the lights on, and then you're going through the uh, the ambulance, I was just like, oh, man, what's going to happen? And then the fucking uh, – the, the boss is called the Rat King. Yep. That shit was sick. Intense. And then when – uh, when you continue on the boss fight, a part breaks off of the rat king and then you're fighting a stalker and the rat. I was just like, oh, I'm not. This is not it the was vibe up there, right now.
0: It was up there with Resident Evil Remake and Resident Evil 2 Remake with me as some of the scariest shit I've ever experienced in a game. Like, yeah. I got to that part at 1 a.m. and I said, I'm going to tackle this in the daytime. The like, I, I guy, <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. Um, but, but back to the farm with, with Ellie, Of course she has a ptsd-led dream about joel again and then tommy Mm -hmm. visits uh and really kind of guilt ellie into going to go find um abby of course they're going towards santa barbara which is where uh, owen wanted to go and of course abby wants to to fulfill his wish and find the fireflies and Mm -hmm. uh it leads to a really heartbreaking scene between uh, uh, ellie and dina where basically dina's like it's over like let it go and of course, Abby, not Abby, uh, Ellie cannot let it go and yeah. get to California, which is the, the a really cool uh-huh. set piece in the game.
1: Uh, and then just uh, let's not forget about that part in the scene where uh, Tommy lives, even though I definitely thought he was dead.
0: Uh, he lost an eye. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> man's going to clap. I, de- I definitely thought Abby just shot him through the head. Um, we kind of see where his revenge sort of led him. You know, we're, we're, we're seeing it again where, you know, uh, this obsession with revenge and violence is like leading, uh, leading to people and Tommy loses his wife, loses his ability to like basically fight because he can barely walk. And then he loses an eye. Uh, and you know, uh, he, he's a sniper. So like his eyes are very important to him. Uh, and then he's kind of like, he's trying to like sort of guilt Ellie into continuing this uh this uh this path to revenge. And then Ellie who has like a PTSD uh moment and like breakdown in the barn after you like hurt sheep, which uh, we didn't have to do <laughs> uh well when I was hurting sheep, I was like, I don't wanna do this, man. <laughs> you gotta
0: do it, bro. Yeah, I mean every yeah. naughty dog game has that shit. You do it and, and try to forward at the end. You do some like menial shit. Oh, uh, but we get but, to like the, uh, the- that shit hard we get to the last part of the game, which is in California. Uh, Of course, Abby does make it there. She gets captured and you have to make the decision as Ellie who follows behind her at this point. Now Ellie's behind uh, Mm -hmm. where you have to go in and save her. She, she, you know, she's injured. She's bleeding out of her side. She has to infiltrate the rattlers who is this very, they they remind me of some MAGA. Cause once you leave like LA, the LA area and you get in between (laughs) between parts. I'm telling you, when you get to these in between parts of California it gets real tricky. It's real MAGA out there. And I was just like, oh, so yeah, they're definitely in, in the in the bumfuck part of California, right before Santa Barbara. But when you get there, you fight mm-hmm. the Rattlers and you finally have your, your final face-off with Abby in a fight that I thought was one of the most emotional. I think that more than anything, the fight between Abby and Ellie was the most intense part to me uh in the game.
1: Yeah. Um especially when you When you see abby uh at the uh what what they call it the the pillars yeah where uh abby gets yeah abby gets captured and then they she's like she's in slavery and then uh she tries to escape and then they put her like in a punishment where they like it's a sort of crucifixion Or just like a a form of punishment where Abby, her long hair is now cut short. She's, her skin is burnt to all hell and her muscles, like, uh, her muscle density (laughs) is like gone. Like she, she's like finally the skinny woman that people are okay with now.
0: (laughs) But, but again, Um, like you, you're, you're left, even with Ellie with an injury, she's got mm -hmm. the upper hand on Abby still (laughs) because
1: she's, (laughs) Guns up,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like there, there, there's no more there, and you know, you, you, um, you fight Abby. It's like a, I want to say like a five minute fight. I
1: don't even remember. It's, it's just like well, a blur. The the start, the start of the fight is tricky because you're you're thinking like, okay, you know,
0: uh, I don't want to do this. Is what I'm thinking.
1: Yeah. I, I'm I'm just thinking like oh I don't want to do this or just like is is she gonna find her comfort where or, or or just like oh it's not worth it like uh I don't know why I thought that like uh Ellie is gonna have like some say in pride where she was just like nah get your muscles back get straight and then I'm gonna come kick your ass later. No, nah, that point when she
0: says you know I can't let you leave, <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. Abby's like come on man, <laughs> like,
1: Abby's like come on bro. Yeah, like, this, Abby's this just been left it. out in the sun like a damn raisin. And then this girl with all her guns and a knife is trying to fight. Like, come on, son! And then uh, Abby's just like, "I don't want to do this." And then Elle flips it to a villain real quick, and was just like, "You fight me, or I'm gonna poke Lev in the throat." <laughs> and I was and just like, "Oh,
0: come it, on, man!" It, it got real. It got real, bro. And I think the moment where she's she's trying to drown Abby, we finally see. Well, we see two very vital scenes. We see one. We 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 see the scene here with, uh, with Abby where we, or not with Abby when she's trying to kill Abby, where we find out that Joel and Ellie did try and reconcile the night before, mm-hmm. the day before he passed away. And um, that scene, it, 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 it wrecked me. It really did wreck me. Yeah, because, that scene was very sad. Because what, what hit me there was that Ellie, like I said earlier, was trying to, she said that her life would have meant something if she could have died for that. She would have liked to die for something that meant some, something and joel took that away from her mm-hmm. and what hits me about that scene is something that like a lot of us struggle with and that's forgiveness and ellie says i would like to she says i want to forgive you and i want to try or she, she says like i would like to forgive you and i think i'm going to try and do it and joel starts crying and yeah, it's the beauty of this fucking game and it's where like the angry joes and the fucking jim sterlings and all these people that are like worried about like all this other shit they're missing the fucking point here
1: yeah, like, this and is then
0: beautiful
1: uh, scene. and then you just have to think about like, did uh, like I, I want I want to say it's Seattle Day One, but just like her prologue in Jackson where she's on patrol, where Dina uh, Dina kind of just asks like, "Oh, or like you and Joel cool?" And you're know, like, "Yeah, we we okay?" Like you know, like yeah. now they're, they're they're sort of in the patch up stage, and they're just like, "Oh, we're gonna like come together and watch some movies together," you know, like try to start bonding again. Yeah, and it was just like. And then she's taken away from him, and then you see like that scene, and it just like it all comes together rather than it just being like all dumped in the beginning. And then like Abby stays like sort of vilified. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of people really missed the point, And whoever, like, I, I, I said to you a couple days ago where I was just like, now that I've beat the game, I would like to like take a peek at the leaks, and you're just like, oh, the leaks don't really say shit.
0: Yeah, they're all wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: That all too is. Wrong. It's all wrong, and I was just like, "Yeah, the, the leaks definitely just framed it in a way that made the game really look bad."
0: And, and I, I, I'm remiss to, to to miss on the point of uh, that scene with Ellie and Joel is right after he breaks up the fight between her and the bigoted guy that lives in the village, um, mm-hmm. and that that happens afterwards. So we see the breakdown from that point, even to the point where in the beginning of the, the beginning of the game, she asks about Joel when she's putting on her clothes. And, I'm, and yeah. I and I take it that she wasn't asking about it because Jesse even brings it up, like, "Yo, are y'all good?" You know, and it's like, I, I it's just it's such like, a powerful moment. To like, yeah. And and I think that you know that bringing it full circle with her finally being able to just forgive Abby because she, that's the forgiveness she needed to give to Joel. She had one more thing left she could forgive yeah. Abby, and she did. And she let. I mean, after Abby bites her fingers off, which
1: ah, <laughs> when I saw that, I was just like, hey, yo. <laughs>
0: but she lets them go because they've both taken each other they've both taken something mm-hmm. from each other they both have it yeah. is literally like Peter Griffin and the chicken bro they've, they've both taken something <laughs> from each other and it's yeah, on. Wow. it was on site with both of them and she lets Abby go and a lot of people were pissed that she didn't get revenge and it's like that's not what the game was about it was about how anyway. this is not going to get you anywhere
1: and, you know, the people, the people that read the spoilers or just know that, like, uh, Ellie doesn't do the deed. They're missing a lot of context to that scene. It's not just a straight-up hand-to-hand fight. There's a lot, like, there's this one, like, a, this one tiny, like, frame that makes everything make sense. Uh, we talked about, like, how uh, Abby uh, always sees her father in her dreams, when she finally found that peace when she helped the two kids she had that dream again where it usually ends in a nightmare but her dad was there and he was perfectly okay right Ellie was going through the same thing where she kept seeing Joel's dead face that's all she kept seeing Mm -hmm. and as she was choking Abby she's gonna do the deed she sees her actual uh, like uh, the face of Joel that night before uh his face when she uh she said that she can try to forgive him mm-hmm. and that like that hits like that absolutely hit in that part and then ellie just like she sort of has another breakdown again mm-hmm. and she was just like fuck it it's not worth go
0: it. yeah she said leave He said like, get the boat get the mm-hmm. kid and go and uh, it's powerful even thinking about it, around it's just really powerful and it, um, it's a really I, good scene I, I think that again, like just the attention to detail that they've shown here, it's not fucking lazy, at all. Mm-hmm. And if you think you saw what was coming, clearly you didn't. And if you yeah. if you think you knew what was gonna happen, and you think this should have happened, you shouldn't be writing anything, because this is the way that it should have. This should have been, even up to the point where Ellie goes back, uh, two fingers lost. She can't even play guitar anymore. You know, because yeah. I, I thought one thing we didn't even mention, but the the, the guitar thing, like people have been making, like actually playing guitar on the fucking game but
1: um, yeah so, uh, I'm getting a lot of those videos in my YouTube recommended I'm just like oh y'all boy is wilding,
0: <laughs> exactly but the fact that you can do it is, is really really dope but she mm-hmm. can't play the song anymore and yeah that Joel you know, taught her and she's finally able to you know Dina's gone Dina has left her and what the fuck
1: oh uh <laughs> and, and, and then just also uh the the song that joel plays is just like if i ever lose you i lose, I lose myself. myself yeah yeah like <laughs> are you people not paying attention <laughs> Yeah, it, it, what's not clicking
0: like she is literally the joel that y'all want it's like it, it, i i just don't get you know and this goes back to the beginning of uh, you know the first part of this episode it's like the hatred for this is just so immense for people that just didn't play it or didn't try and understand it or, or, or be cool mm-hmm. with it. Like it's a sub, it's a completely sublime game. It's literally, I think I was saying like Final Fantasy VII remake was like one of my favorite of this generation. I, I I gotta bump it down again. It's it's definitely Last of Us Part Two. Like this is a game that I oh, yeah. I well, after I beat it I thought about it.
1: Well, it, at least *The Last of Us* is complete. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Uh,
0: <laughs> but um, I mean that that shot of, of Ellie walking away from the guitar, mm-hmm. walking away from no, no, that that period of her and going and moving mm-hmm. on. Whew, chills, fucking chills, bro. Super uh, heat, uh,
1: amazing. Uh, and then j- just just uh, just a little more about uh, when she does the deed or you know well doesn't do the deed um she goes back to the house and then you see that like the house is completely empty and then like dina just shoves everything into a room yeah like, all at least is just like you know like here's all your shit and then like dina didn't even leave a note behind for her
0: yeah i think you asked me if she left the note and i was like no nah, she doesn't leave a note <laughs> there's yeah there's no and, notes
1: <laughs> yeah and i was just like damn did i miss something because like I didn't. Uh, when I walked into the house and I saw everything was empty, my first thought was to go to the, room. the bedroom. Yeah, and then the art room. I was just like, did I miss something by not going into the kitchen or like looking at the dining table? But it was just like, no, Dina didn't leave a note, and she shouldn't have because mm-hmm. Ellie chose revenge over her family.
0: Right. It's chilling, and yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know a lot of people. Uh, I think like Cat Bailey said, in... in specific uh, and a lot of the other people say they don't want a part three but if you could see a part three which I think they're going I think this will be a trilogy um, mm-hmm. what do you see in the part three
1: of this Um. well b- before I say that uh, after you beat the game the title screen changes right and a lot of people are speculating what that location is. Oh, it's and... not
0: speculation. It's it's the truth. It's 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 okay. it Santa Barbara. It is the truth. That is where it is. And Neil, Neil uh, confirmed it.
1: It's Santa Barbara. Okay, that's where I wanted to go. You know, I like me being the piece of shit that I am. I'm just like you know, spite all these dickheads that didn't like play through the game, and you know, all these uh transphobes, homophobes, those, all just all just the worst people in the world. Uh, you know, just spit in their face and just make a have the game start with Abby uh, going through uh, with the fireflies right and then uh, maybe maybe we get that chase again but the chase is different Mm -hmm. because Ellie has an understanding and Abby has an understanding Mm -hmm. and if Ellie wants to make her life mean something again that Joel took away from her she can do it now Despite it being with like you know more more or less like her nemesis of some sort. Yeah, she and, has
0: nothing. She has nothing to lose now. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I've seen this sort of thing before. Um, I don't know if you've seen Killing Eve, uh, that TV uh, the BBC uh, TV show. Is it spoilers. Um, no, uh, it's just. Uh, it's the cat and mouse chase, and yeah, then yeah, like yeah, they yeah. kind of dial it back with season two, and then uh, I don't know if you've seen season three, so I'm not I gonna talk about two, it. But I like, haven't
0: seen two or three.
1: Oh, okay, then like uh it's just like they're connected to each other, like even Villanelle are connected to each other, and that connection keeps growing, and growing. And I think even though these two are their biggest enemies, uh, sort of like Villanelle and Eve, like. They're still sort of connected, and I would like to see more of Abby and Ellie, and I would like to see that dynamic shift. And maybe we do get like a Joel and Ellie adventure, but just with Abby.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there's no. I think Joel's done after this game. He's done. If there, if there was another game, this is, this is over with. I wouldn't mind that mm-hmm. this was the last thing we saw from The Last yeah. of Us. I think this is a perfect way to wrap this this up. But if there were, like, I think a lot of people didn't think we needed Uncharted Four but we still got one and it was still really, really, really good. So if mm-hmm. we did get part three, I do agree, but I think that Abby will be looking for Ellie. And I think that will yeah. be the story and we get a time jump and we possibly get an older Ellie and we get the final part of the story. Like the, the infected, I think more than anything, the infected story has to end. And I think that's the one Yay. thing we want to, we want to see possibly. And, end.
1: and that's, that's, uh, that's the thing with a lot of things in this sort of genre uh where is this like this this appending doom or just like uh, you know like zombies or whatever, like they're not really that important. Is really just about the people and the infected or the uh the zombies only really get involved when it's plot convenient. Uh so is you you can still tell these stories without like really getting them involved. So maybe they go to a point in the world, uh or like maybe around Jackson if Ellie's heading back over there, maybe they're is a lot less infected over there you know
0: right yeah i, like, I honestly I, we don't need that i think that there's still places you can go but if it, if it was over uh if it was it's over now then sh- hell i mean what what a, what a blast what, what an amazing mm-hmm. game uh amazing fucking studio and what a way to to end this uh to end this generation spectacular yeah. game uh, thank you guys for listening to this lengthy, uh, the, these lengthy discussion of uh, The Last of Us Part Two, um, yeah. one of one of our favorite games of the year. Possibly, I don't think anything's gonna touch it. So uh, yeah, probably my game of the year. I'll just go ahead and say it right now. But uh, if you have any more questions, any, anything else you want to talk about on The Last of Us Two, uh, let us know. Follow me at OGJohnny5 and Cyrus at h underscore visibility. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm out of food. I've been eating this whole time. Uh, yeah, I've
1: been eating
0: this whole weekend. I've had a lot of food Um, Uh, Mill said to bring the, the actual food to the show. And I, and I brought it, I brought my
1: lunch here. I, I found a ramen spot. (laughs) Finally. But, uh, (laughs) so like maybe, maybe, uh, next time, uh, I, I, I do this, maybe I will be eating, but I don't, uh, I'm kind of shaking on that because I don't really want smacking noises. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just put your mic on mute.
0: <laughs> put your mic on mute anyway. Uh, that has been, that has been uh, Ramen Talk for not this week, but this episode. Uh, until then, thank you guys for listening. Follow us at RNC Radio Live for all the latest and greatest in RNC Radio, including podcasts and playlists, which we are back doing again. So until then, please be safe, everyone. Wear a mask and wash your freaking hands. And yeah, uh don't
1: get infected.
0: And play The Last of Us Part Two. Thank you. Yeah.